Welcome to Divorce Right, HR solutions for divorce in the workplace. I'm your host, Vicki Townsend, and welcome to the show for HR directors, managers, and department heads looking for solutions for their divorcing employees. Divorce is the second highest life stressor coming in just slightly behind death of a loved one. From presenteeism to absences and everything in between, divorcing employees cost our country billions of dollars each year in lost productivity. In this show, you'll learn how you can help your employees through this very challenging life event. So join us every Monday where we dive into the state-of-the-art techniques, tips, and real-world solutions for divorcing employees in the workplace. You'll meet thought leaders from the divorce and the human resources industries from across the country. You'll hear from industry giants in the fields of mental health, legal matters, finance, issues with children, and so much more to help you help your employee through this incredibly challenging life event. So put it on your calendar and learn how you can make this process a better one for your team. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast. My name is Vicki Townsend, and I'm the founder and president of Divorce Right. And welcome to our podcast, Divorce Right, HR Solutions for Divorce in the Workplace. And today, our topic is a really good one. We are going to be talking about the collaborative process and how it can save employees and your company a lot of money. I have a very special guest and friend, Robert Joseph Merlin. Bob has been practicing law for more than 42 years, and he exclusively practices family law. His office is in Coral Gables, Florida, and Bob specializes in using the collaborative process in family matters. He also uses other non-adversarial processes to help clients resolve their family matters without litigating. Bob is a Florida Bar board certified in marital and family law. He is a Florida Supreme Court certified family mediator and an FACP accredited collaborative professional. He's on the boards of the International Academy of Collaborative Professionals as the treasurer, Florida Academy of Collaborative Professionals as the president, and the Collaborative Family Law Institute, and he is a member of the Collaborative Family Law Professionals of South Florida, the South Palm Beach Collaborative Law Group, and he is an honorary member of Next Generation Divorce. Bob is a past chair of the Florida Bar Family Law Rules Committee, and he is a past president of the Florida chapter of the Association of Family and Conciliation Courts. Bob lectures regularly on the collaborative process, and he is an adjunct professor professor of collaborative law at the University of Florida Levin College of Law. Bob has written many articles about the collaborative process, and he meets IACP standards as a qualified trainer of professionals in the collaborative process. Bob was the point person in Florida for the passage of the Florida Collaborative Law Process Act and the adoption of the Collaborative Rule of Procedure and the Florida Bar Collaborative Rule of Professional Conduct and the collaborative forms that were adopted by the Florida Supreme Court. Bob has law and business degrees from the University of Florida, and you can reach Bob and learn more about Bob at www.merlinlaw.com or reach him at rmerlin at merlinlaw.com. And we'll have all of that information for you below in, uh, this podcast. Um, so welcome. Thank you, Bob, for being here with us today. There is nobody that I could think to talk about the collaborative process more than you. So thank you for being here, my friend. Thanks. Good to see you, Vicki. My pleasure to work with you, so to speak. Speak yes. with you. And, and so, you know, I really am so excited because it's so true that the collaborative <laughs> process um, while a, a, a hidden gem, it's not as well known as some of the other processes, mm-hmm. but what I think is really important today is, you know, what value 
does the collaborative process bring to an employer? So generally speaking, when a person is involved in a divorce, they're sort of losing control of their own life. They're at the um, beck and call of their attorney and judges, and maybe the other attorneys who are going to take their deposition or send out subpoenas of records to all sorts of other things. In the collaborative process, none of that occurs. An employee is able to participate in a process where meetings are scheduled in advance so they can plan their time. And there are a limited number of meetings. I tell people that if everybody cooperates, the entire process should last four meetings over four months and they're done. You can't necessarily control that in litigation. If it's contested litigation, it could be years. In some jurisdictions, it's very difficult to get into court. So that doesn't happen in the collaborative process. So employees are able to better manage their own time um, and coordinate absences with their employers so that everybody can plan. Uh, the collaborative, collaborative process is non-adversarial and therefore this should be a lot less stress on, your, on the employee who's going through a divorce, which means they're not as unfocused in their life as people involved in litigation may be. So it, they should be able to somewhat compartmentalize the collaborative process because they have more of a handle and control of what's going to happen as opposed to everything being out of their control when there's litigation. Um, the collaborative process should limit the amount of non-productivity of employees, which is obviously a benefit to the employers. There are no subpoenas or depositions of corporate records. So when you have an employee who is going through a divorce using the collaborative process, you don't have to worry about the employer having to be involved, spend time, uh, maybe pay your attorneys for them to get involved and gather documents. Because in the collaborative process during a meeting, one side will ask the other to provide certain documentation. And the person who has access to the documents provides them. And so it's a, it's a smooth process. You don't have to pay for outside attorneys and spend time on gathering those documents. And in some circumstances where there are complicated issues, the staff of the employer can wind up spending a lot of time going through records, deci deciding what should be redacted, um, what's private, what's non-private, um, so that doesn't happen at all in the collaborative process. As I said, the collaborative process with everyone's cooperation should take approximately four months. And there are litigated divorces that, as I said, take years. The involvement of your employee in a divorce should be a much shorter length of time than in litigation. And that's obviously good for the employee, the employee's family, and of course the employer. And the, the employee determines his or her own destiny in the collaborative process. We use interest-based negotiations to help the clients determine the, their own destiny and the destiny of their family if they had minor or adult children. Instead of in litigation where you have this threat of a judge making a decision and they just don't have the same control as they do in the collaborative process. 
So this should also reduce the amount of stress on the clients, enable them to focus on their job and the rest of their lives. That doesn't mean that they're not going to pay attention to the issues in their divorce, and it doesn't mean they're not going to be concerned about them, but they're going to be able to handle the issues involved in their divorce much better than if they were fighting in court, which is empowering a stranger, a judge, to make a decision and decisions as to how they and their children are going to live in the future, as opposed to in the collaborative process. I have this opportunity to work with my spouse and decide how we're going to resolve everything. And that's what I, that is what I love about the collaborative process. And, you know, since we've kind of talked about it and, and um, people may not be actually very familiar with, you know, the, the actual logistics of this, can you just briefly explain a little bit about what the collaborative process looks like from, you know, the, the attorneys involved and the other professionals that, that are in, in the process so that people can understand more but that, that it's more than just a name that there's an actual process can you tell them a little bit about that what that looks like sure there are very few requirements and the rest is left up to the the couple and the professionals to formulate a process that works for them there must be uh, an attorney for each of the parties that's a requirement there must be a signed contract which is called a participation agreement that basically sets forth the rules of the road, how they're going to conduct themselves. There's a, a voluntary exchange of information. We're going to re be respectful of each other. We're going to meet jointly. We're going to discuss issues. We, the professionals will help the, the couple make the decisions and ultimately they will enter into an agreement. The process is voluntary. So either party can leave at any time they want to. And that means if one of the sides one party decides to terminate the process, that's it for the collaborative process. And the attorneys who represented the clients cannot represent them in contested litigation. And that means that the attorneys, as well as the other professionals, because if the process is terminated, the other professionals won't get involved in litigation either. The professionals are very dedicated to helping the clients resolve their differences. And you don't have a situation where an attorney says, well, if you don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to court and I'm going to convince the judge to order you to do that. There are no threats in the collaborative process. And we typically use a neutral mental health professional, a coach, a, a facilitator to help the couple get through the process and deal with children's issues. And when it's appropriate, we use a neutral financial professional, such as a forensic accountant or a financial planner to help them with financial issues. The professionals work together, not against each other. You hear nightmares about the attorneys hating each other and inappropriate communications between each other. No, that doesn't happen in the collaborative process because the professionals are a team helping the couple resolve their issues and really focusing on the best interests of the children and the family unit as a whole. And that's basically how it works. We go along, we help them identify issues, help them resolve issues. As each issue is resolved, we sort of park it until the end. Then we have a complete agreement. They prepare the agreement. Simple papers are filed in court. There are no salacious allegations filed in court about she cheated or he was a thief. No, it's just plain, very vanilla. Get into the court. 
judge, please re, uh, dissolve the marriage and approve the agreement. And I can tell you that here in Miami, once the agreement is signed, it just takes a few weeks to get the final judgment entered and they never have to appear in court. And that's what I love about this process. As a matter of fact, kind of the brand of the collaborative professional is as, as a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I love about this process the most because there's, you know, the, the movie, if everybody remembers the war of the roses, those cases actually do exist. But at the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to a minimize the financial expenses, minimize mm-hmm. judges making determinations about who gets your kids. I mean, that's so important that people don't seem to understand the, the horrible nature of that process when a stranger, to your point earlier, makes makes decisions about what happens to your children. So we want to keep that out of it. And the fact that this, while there are still two attorneys involved, which is really what would happen even in mediation, you would still take the the your agreement to an attorney to be um, reviewed, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, there's no difference in that. And you only need those other professionals if it's appropriate, you know, for sure you've got the two, you've got the two attorneys, but there's also uh, trained professionals in the mental health field and um, in the financial field that help that couple get to and reach an agreement that's good for both of them. And that's what I love about, you know, the, the, the initiative and, and Bob, you have been so uh, so masterful, but yet determined, you knew this, how many years ago you, you started working on this, Bob, that you said, this is, this is the way I want to, I want to help families and their, 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 their marriage. How long ago was was that, that you started? I was originally trained very simply in 2003 in a, a three hour training. I thought, oh, I can do this. I wasn't smart enough to know what I didn't know. And as I received more trainings and education and got more involved, I realized that there was a lot more to this and I really needed to develop other skills. And as I did that, I came to the conclusion that I should not be litigating. Even though I'm very capable of doing that and I was good at doing it, I don't wanna do that. It's not good for me. It's not good for my clients. And I can use the collaborative process or use mediation or even direct negotiations and help my clients get in and out of this stage of their life. And that's a critical part for employers, HRs, HR departments, get the employees out of this situation in their lives so that they can get back to productivity and happiness and everybody will be happy. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you know, Bob, we always end our podcast with asking you for three tips for HR department uh, managers, supervisors, and directors. What are some tips that you have for them around the collaborative uh, process? There are groups of collaborative professionals throughout the country, not necessarily widespread in a few of the countries, sorry, states, but throughout the country and all over the world, by the way. The, The collaborative process exists in at least 27 countries. So you can look for a group of collaborative professionals in your location. You can Google the word collaborative attorney or collaborative practice. If you go to www.collaborativepractice.com, that's the website for the International Academy of Collaborative Professionals. They 
on have a list on the website of all the groups of collaborative professionals everywhere in the world, all the states and, and the countries where it exists. I would so urge we'll, you we'll to put that link below too, so that everybody can can have that for sure. I urge you to understand what happens in a divorce and the differences between litigation and the collaborative process. The more you understand as a member of your HR department, the better equipped you are to steer your employees in a healthier direction, as opposed to just saying, well, here's a long list of attorneys who have signed up to be part of the legal plan who may or may not have great skills and may or may not use the collaborative process. And if they don't use the collaborative process, they're gonna use a standard process of fighting in court. Um, so right. certainly becoming educated. And I would urge you to look for experienced family professionals in your community, especially those who have been trained in the collaborative process and or uh, use mediation, are trained as a collaborative professional and or trained as a mediator. Don't be afraid to ask questions. In fact, your employees should be asking those questions too to an attorney on an initial consultation. Do you know about the collaborative process? Do you use it? Are you a mediator? How often do you go to mediation? How often do you go to trial? Because if an attorney is going to trial often, that means they're not resolving things quickly. And that's not in the best interest of the clients. Oh, I absolutely agree. You know, and, and, and uh, our hope with divorce right and coming into companies is to really keep their employees out of the court system, if at all possible. And that's definitely something that it, you know, we see that not only is it less expensive, but emotionally speaking, it is less caustic and you, you can exit your marriage with some grace and dignity. And you and, and the people who support you and watch this podcast should know that there is a movement around the entire world to keep people out of court. And if they're in court, get them out of court as quickly as possible. And so there are even systems set up in certain locations. For example, in Australia, you can't get before a judge unless you go through a, an intake process to find out what the real issues are. And maybe they're going to send you to someone to give you, a, give you advice. Maybe they're going to send you immediately to mediation, a child specialist to help you with children's issues instead of going into court and fighting. And by the way, that, that trend for HR people is not just in family. There's a whole organization in the United States that's focusing on doing that in the civil courts so that business disputes are being resolved quicker too. Yes, that makes so much sense to me, Bob. That's the way all of this, I mean, we should all try and end these types of issues in the best way for everyone. Sometimes it's hard to get the employee that's in the middle of um, you know, that caustic and toxic environment to kind of come out and see what's really and mm -hmm. truly in the best interest of themselves, their children, um, and even their ex. How do you, would you suggest when somebody's kind of on fire for just kind of getting back at their spouse, what do you do to try and get them into the collaborative process? I talk to them about the reality of their choices and the consequences of the choices they and their spouse make. Um, if you are just focused on fighting, you need to understand that it's going to be self-destructive at least partway, if not all the way. 
It certainly will take more time. It will cost more money. It will be destructive to your relationship with your spouse. And if you have children, it will adversely affect your children. In the collaborative process, some professionals, including myself, like to have the couple put a photograph of their children on the table when we're meeting in, in person and maybe holding it up during a Zoom meeting to remind the couple that this is about their kids. It's not just about the couple. Right. And I, I think that that's the, the, the best because at the end of the day, that's really where both of their hearts hopefully are and that that is the impetus to get them to be kind in this process that is it's toxic no matter on its best day right but we can make it better and the i believe that the collaborative process does do that for families so bob thank you so much for being with us today My and uh, we're going to be talking about this and uh in the future because we just so believe in this process as a as one that keeps families out of the chaos uh, of the court system. So thank you, Bob, for being with it. Bob, one more time, would you do me a favor and just give them your contact information one more time? Sure. My office number is 305-448-1555. You can go to my website, www.merlinlaw.com, or you can email me at rmerlin, M-E-R-L-I-N, at merlinlaw.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for being with us today. And we appreciate you so much. And look Good for more information about this and how divorce impacts your employees and some of the resources that you can use and some of the ideas that you can take back to your team to make that a better process for your employees. Bob, thanks so much. And we will see you all next time. Bye for now. Take care. Thanks so much for joining us on Divorce Right, HR Solutions for Divorce in the Workplace. If you know someone who would benefit from something you've learned today, please share this with them. And if you found value, please leave us a review.